Hey everybody, Justin Thomas here for the Winged Lions podcast. FC Cincinnati over the weekend, 2-0 losers to the New York Red Bulls. The team played fairly well. I felt like uh, they just couldn't, once again, find the goal. Red Bulls, very opportunistic in what they do. Possessed the ball very well, ultimately uh, waited for the chance and got the chance that they needed. Uh, Matthew DePlog. Kind of got tripped up on the ball, let the ball slip away from him. It was an easy grab and go then for the Red Bull striker who went down and then just put it past uh, Spencer Ritchie for the first goal. Second goal came off a header and stoppage time. That's your two goals for the New York Red Bulls. As for FC Cincinnati, things did look a little bit better. They looked like they had a little bit more opportunities. Uh, They had a golden opportunity early on in which uh, Lamar had the ball and fed it through perfect ball to Adi. Uh, but Fernando Adi just put it right into uh, Luis Robles, the Red Bulls goalkeeper who was coming out um, and didn't really put it over him or chip it or anything. Uh, so that goal was stifled. That goal opportunity was stifled. Um, I will say this on, on Fernando Adi's part. This was the first game he came back and played the full game. First couple of chances, he was his old self flopping, trying to get the call, not being a muscle man up top. Uh, once he didn't get the call, he ended up actually being a little bit more decent. He was able to hold on to the ball a little bit more. He was battling. And that's what I think we need to see from Fernando Adi. He's a strong player, and yet he's always out there flopping, trying to get calls when the ball's played to him. So I don't know what exactly is going on with there. Um, Bobby Warshaw from MLSsoccer.com, he said it was good to see Adi um, – uh, back and being a handful um, was he a, a full handful in my opinion maybe a little bit to the Red Bulls defenders uh, more so throughout the game as he you know had that opportunity um, early on he did have another opportunity um, in the second half but other than that he was fairly quiet he did hold the ball up much better once he was done his doing his his flops um, so he was able to hold the ball a little bit better once he was actually kind of battling so there is room there uh, to maybe get Adi back to what he was at Portland. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't seen a whole lot of him from his Portland days, but one of the street is that he's was a pretty solid striker up there. And and just since he's come to FC Cincinnati, I don't know if it's like an ego thing, like he thought, I'm going to come in here and be the, um, the big bad striker guy here for this team. He just hasn't seemed to really be – as good as as he was labeled to be. I mean, FC Cincinnati is paying a big-time cash. They're paying him up there along the same lines as Zlatan Ibrahimovic for LA Galaxy. Uh, and, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, you know, he's a little bit out of his prime, but he's arguably the best player in the league uh, where he can score goals at any point in time. If, if you haven't seen anything with Zlatan, you need to go YouTube him. Uh, you can YouTube his MLS season last year, his first game. Uh, I mean, he scored – I think he scored a hat trick in a ridiculous fashion. So um, the fact of the matter is, there's just the, the money thing is the biggest issue for me. Uh, it would be one thing if Adi was getting paid less money, and that could free up some cash for FC Cincinnati, maybe go get some other complimentary players. But um, the fact of the matter is, Adi has yet to score a goal for the club this season. I understand that he was hurt, and then he was suspended because he was um, up to some extracurricular activities. But the fact of the matter is, Right now with me, I'm still still not sold on him. Uh, he did play. This is probably the best game I think I've seen him play um, in in terms of of uh, this season. But still, for me, it it just wasn't uh, it wasn't up to the par where I think he should be. So there, I, I, the the verdict for me, uh, I've always been kind of uh, 
a, a doubter on Adi from what I've seen. I feel that he just doesn't seem to put in the same effort as some other guys. Um, so we'll see how this kind of plays out. Um, but, I mean, two relatively really golden opportunities for him. The first one he put right into Robles. Robles had a nice save. That earned him. Um, he made some really good saves. The Red Bulls goalkeeper, he got um, goalkeeper of the week on the MLS team of the week. Um, and then there's another opportunity where Adi actually had a really good ball and it, it took a second defender for the Red Bulls tracking back at, at all speeds to clear that out of there the last possible second. But other than that, not a whole lot happening for Adi. I'll tell you what is happening is Frankie Amaya. That kid, is he could play. I'm getting more and more excited about him every time we see him on the pitch. He hustles. He's got the, the player mentality. That's what you want in a guy. You don't see that all the time in, in the top flight of soccer. Guys are just playing with, with – you know, everything they got at all the times. So Maya had a really good game, uh, in my opinion. Um, Emmanuel Ledesma seemed to just be kind of absent out there in the field. Um, didn't really contribute a whole lot. Uh, Lamar was, was he was all right. Um, Stanko, he was okay. Nothing too crazy. Ola was fine. Um, the, the, the decision from Johan DeMay to play Hoyt over Hagland still kind of uh, is a head scratch for me. I mean, Hoyt's been doing fine there, um, but the fact of the matter is, I feel like I don't know. I don't know what Hagelin has done to not deserve this, but I felt like Hagelin has a much better tracking back and getting the slide tackles uh, perfectly timed to to get that done. I feel like he plays better with Waston um, than Hoyt does. For Hoyt, I feel like I don't. I I mean, I just don't know. He's a little bit slower player. He is a style player. He's got some good passes and stuff, but I'm just not 100% sold on him still. Um, playing over Haglin. Like if Haglin was not in the mix, then sure, okay, Hoyt probably would would can go there okay, even though he's always been playing the wing um, for FC Cincinnati. But the fact of the matter is that Haglin's there, that still is kind of confusing to me. Um, the club needs to figure out a way to get Greg Garza to be like healthy the whole time um, because Powell has just been kind of a little bit of a uh, you know, he's been a little bit of a wild card. Sometimes he's really good. Sometimes you're, you're not 100% sure what is he doing out there. Um, and and the plug has had a really good game. Uh, he's he's been playing very well for the club. And then it's just this, this one moment he just has the ball kind of stuck on his feet, not sure what he was trying to do. But um, that's what led to uh, the Red Bulls' first goal. So that's kind of a, a problem, um, you know, that happened there. Uh, but it, it's soccer, and, and I, that is what it is, and it happens in, in times in the games. Um, so it is what it is. 2-0 loss for FC Cincinnati. The one thing that I will say that I do not understand is that Johan DeMay did not play a substitute um, until after Red Bulls had scored their goal. Then it was kind of towards the end of the game, and he had to put in two different subs at the same time. I and mean, we were talking like 80th minute later. So you feel like at, at some point, usually most teams put in, you know, most managers decide to make that call about the, the hour mark, put in some fresh legs. Johan DeMay did not put in fresh legs. Um, and Red Bulls just continued to be kind of more opportunistic. And once they got the goal, then it was a little bit too late to try and get these new guys on the field. I do understand the guys are hurt. Um you know, Lamont press conference said that they had, you know, FC Cincinnati has an identity. Um, I'm still kind of not quite sold on their identity because you still have players that are hurt and players that are uh, being, you know, not playing together at the same time. 
It's just been a difficult situation for FC Cincinnati. Obviously, they came in at a very quick turnaround from USL, trying to build an MLS roster. Um, and then they just, you know, then Alan Kosh is playing a different lineup every single game, so there's no chemistry really being built there. Um, guys continuously get hurt. Um, for FC Cincinnati, I think it's just this probably is just how it's going to be this season. Um, as most figured, most figured, uh, there were some of those early season kind of successes that made you think maybe otherwise, but it looks like uh, for FC Cincinnati, after finding you know a couple goals here and there, I'm not sure if uh, you know that what exactly is going to need to be figured out to work out here for FC Cincinnati to try and get the ball in the back of the net, but that just seems to be the biggest issue for them right now. Um, last last game, this is much better effort than against Orlando City where they lost five one. Um, but the Red Bulls are always that kind of team where you feel like you got the chance to beat them, and then out of nowhere they find a way to put one in the back of the net on you, and you're just confused as to to what exactly had happened. So those are just my thoughts from the game this past weekend against New York Red Bulls, FC Cincinnati 2-0, losers in that one. Um, and for, you know, for FC Cincinnati, like I said, it's going to be growing growing pains. You're gonna, they're going to have to kind of learn the system and how everything um, kind of goes along with that. Uh, they are now going to play next Saturday at Colorado Rapids. Colorado Rapids was the worst team in the league, but they've won a couple straight now. So we'll see how things transpire with that um, and see what happens as the orange and blue travel out west. So, as always, you know your one-stop location for all things FC Cincinnati. A winged Lions podcast is the place to be. You can also listen to us here on the Anchor Podcast app, as well as check us out at the OhioSportsGazette.com. And you can always stay up to date on everything happening with the Orange or Blue as we go around with this inaugural MLS season.